and welcome to Unplaytested, the podcast about RPGs that have never been played before. Because they never existed before. I'm Alex, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Lara, I use she, her pronouns. And we are going to make a game based on a ludicrous suggestion chosen at random. We are joined today by our lovely guest, Miriam. And this is when I say something? No, you're not actually allowed to talk on this show. Sorry. Oh, oh God. Did we make that clear? You're, okay. you're merely here to observe. Oh, cool. Let me get the popcorn then. Yeah, just crunch it right into the mic. <laughs> oh, wait. I have banana chips here. Oh, yeah. The, we wanted to do a secret ASMR podcast in the middle of our regular podcast. So that's going to help. Thanks. Hey, if you want me to make to cr- make some crunchy sounds, I do have banana chips, and I will legit start crunching into the mic. Uh, if, you know, if you can confine that to a small period of time, uh, that would be perfect. All right. Uh, <clears throat> serious. Hi, I'm Mariam. I go by they them pronouns, and I write stuff for games, and I stream, and I podcast, I do stuff. Heck yeah. And we can hear more about all of your uh, wonderful exploits at the break. But for now, it is time to get my wonderful die out. Uh, Lara, how many sides does my die have? Uh, Well, after the last time you rolled it, one of the sides fell off. So now we're down to 91 sides. That keeps happening. Quick listeners, add more sides. (laughs) (laughs) But go ahead and roll that sucker. All right. Banana chips. Okay. Uh, you have gotten a 62. Ooh. Uh, this comes compliments of, uh, Andrew F.F.'s Jacked Shirtless Animal Gods is the entirety of the prompt. Yo! Andrew F.S. knows what's up. Oh, it's getting hot in here. (laughs) Yeah. We are recording this during a heat wave. Yeah, this, for our listeners from the distant future, this is the first of the horrific heat domes to descend over the uh, Pacific Northwest. I'm sure you remember. So we got jacked shirtless animal gods, huh? Jacked shirtless animal gods. If I remember correctly, I feel like this was a reference to an episode of System Mastery. Okay. This is this is coming through very vague. I want to say this came. Off of the Discord, uh, mocking oh. an episode of System Mastery, or rather mocking the game that an episode of System Mastery was discussing. Oh, now I want to see if I can like go back. Do and we need to go research it. it? No, God no. I'm going to look for Jacked. They uh, want to design a game where you play as totally jacked shirtless animal gods. So, there you go. That's the whole context. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> Good, that extra context is really going to make this come together. Oh, wait, there is more context. It says one of your stats is shirt. It starts at zero, and as you level up, it can go into the negatives. <laughs> <laughs> so we all start with a shirt. Well, you start with no shirt, oh, no but shirt. you can get even less no shirt. You can you can get negative shirt if you really uh, put your mind to it. So is it like you're wearing something on the inside or like a harness or something and suddenly those disappear as you, you have to lose clothes? That's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. You I'm could... definitely going to put lose clothes on the must list already. Oh, yes. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm so glad that we have uh, a guest on that I actually know and trust fairly well for this <laughs> game. Oh, thank you. So here's my question. Animal gods, are they gods of animals or are they gods that are also animals? In my mind, the let me like the image that conjures up in my head is that they're well, I guess kind of furries, right? They're I was like gonna say furries would be my next jacked yeah. human body, probably covered in fur in the appropriate colorations, but definitely you know anthropoid in form, but with an animal head. So no, like slick oil lubricated torsos. Oh wait, no. I mean, Tell me more whoa, about whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, we never said there were no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because when I think of jacked and shirtless, I think of you know, like the those those typical kind of like ads or like you know thirst traps of like absolutely ripped body and just like sweat slash oil just going down those peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems right. That seems accurate. And I, for one, am really excited about what is going to end up being the first NC-17 podcast released. <laughs> yep, yeah, this one is, uh... <laughs> lock up your children. <laughs> They're gonna learn some stuff. This is, this is, uh, this is After Dark. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I feel like when I think of a, uh, giant god animal sweating and oily... Weirdly, the first thing that is coming to my mind is that I want to be able to use my sweat for something. Like, I want it to be, like, a resource. The sweat of a god has to be a potent source of something, Ambrosia, right? nectar, wh- whatever you exactly. want to call it. Exactly. And and I could see something fun around, ah, the various activities you do in this game cause you to sweat. Oh. And then you're like, well... Now all of this sweat gets applied somehow. I also think that there should be pants. Uh-huh. Because okay. they're not naked. You're just shirtless. shirtless. Yes. And, and and maybe part of the losing clothes is like, you know, as you as you level up and goes in negatives, your pants get smaller. Until they're a <laughs> loincloth. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So you would just have a have a uh, you'd have a shirt rating and a pants rating. Yep. Those a shirt, are... a pants, and a sweat. Yep. These are <laughs> these are your stats. Deal with it. Yeah. I feel like we need four. Is there sweat, uh... sweat, blood, and tears? What else does sweat go with? Um, thirst. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I don't hate that. So shirts, pants, uh, sweat, and thirst. The thirst is maybe like a sort of an overall kind of like force of personality or like, you know, like... Well, it's your force of will, right? It's yeah. how badly you want what you're going to pursue. How much How much thirst do you generate for the sweat? Yeah, I could kind of see something like uh, a mechanic that could be fun in Avery Alder's The Quiet Year. There are little skulls uh, tokens for contempt, and if someone ever does something that your your faction disagrees with in that game, you just quietly reach out and take a contempt token and put it in front of you, and they just know that you <laughs> contempt them more because of it. That would be really fun for a thirst thing, where you're like, ah, good description you made there. I'm just going to quietly 
take a thirst token to let you know that it worked for me. Or if you have a drink on you in person, you take a very loud (laughs) slurp. Yeah, you just... Yeah. (sighs) But that's quenching your thirst. I don't know. Is it the same? Is there thirst goes up and down? Mm, I guess. Yeah, I guess a thirst token wouldn't be bad. I'm pro thirst tokens. I do want to like raise the point. What are we doing in this game that is going to generate thirst in our friends, comrades, and fellow Jack shirtless animal gods? That's a great question. Mm, do we want it to be cooperative or competitive of like, you know, king of the hill sort of a win condition? Hmm. Mm. I kind of like having like both. Where you can have, like, oh, sometimes we're competing, sometimes we're cooperating, we're forming and losing alliances, we're backstabbing each other, you know, have some of that some of that Greek god drama in there. Oh, yeah. So much, like, uh, yeah, I'm totally imagining it's like, uh, <laughs> take all the teen supernatural soaps and kind of just smush them together. And is there going to be wrestling? Oh, there's got yeah, to be. Yeah, no, there's wrestling. It's on the must. Sorry. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> okay. There we are. That's how you spell it. Maybe that's how the competitive, like if you want to essentially do a com- competition component or whatever, you got to wrestling. You got to do some wrestling. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And uh, maybe it isn't so much about win or defeat in terms of you roll dice or do whatever to do it. It's it's more, I would say, closer to Thirsty Sword lesbians of when you're when you're having um, an epic stand down sort of a thing. You're actually trading emotions and barbs and stuff like that. Oh, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually gotten a chance to read that one yet. Can you can you go into more detail about that? Uh yeah, so um it is it is PBTA esque of like you do to 2d6 and the rolls are all based on like uh um a failure, mixed success, criti- like critical success. Uh, but mm. the thing is that when you do violence, it's n- or fight, you're not fighting for hit points or damage. You're marking conditions, and all those con- and all five conditions are emotional conditions. Nice. Uh, so there, there are sort of special triggers for when you take a certain amount of conditions. Um, you can heal by emotional support. So that's it's it's emotional fighting, not physical violence per se. Oh, that's so good. I'm happy to steal that completely. Yeah, so so I feel like if there's wrestling and there's a competitive sort of a competition, um it is more a force of wills, like a sweat off or a thirst off, like you use those two stats. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. In and uh and and that's how you resolve the wrestling because it's like we're not really here to see sort of um, overpowering a force. We just want to see some some Jack shirtless animal gods wrestling. Yeah, some spectacle. We just want to see that lobster-headed man rub himself against that seal-headed man and see what <laughs> happens. Yeah, and I don't think our uh. Not that we're necessarily suggesting this, but our gods can have whatever genders or lacks thereof they feel like, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. As long as they're jacked and shirtless. I mean, yeah. their gender is they're a god, <laughs> in a way. Go for it. Yeah. They are beyond our mortal conceptions. Yes. But their animal head is immutable. 
Well, it could it could also be sort of, uh, and maybe this is part of character creation of why this animal, and it's because of a particular attribute. And like, mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. though like you could be the god of strength, but you think god like the strength is best represented by a stag head, for example. Yeah. Oh yes. Are you walking the earth, or are you in some sort of divine pantheonic realm? Yeah, I think that hmm, I think that might be a those both options actually would work really well in terms of uh, just right. setting the scene. I could scene. definitely see it either way. So I feel like that would be a character creation the table chooses, sort of a. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I do want like some like, and then we wrestled, and the sweat of our wrestling fell from the heavens to the earth and created a new ocean type of stuff, right? Yeah. What what I am seeing a, an absence of here is like mm. a vector for the game as a whole. Like, uh, what is our purpose? Yeah. What is our goal? Right. Wrestling certainly is a part of it. Yeah. But do we have an endpoint we are seeking to achieve, or are we? Because I I don't want to just I don't want this to just be let's rub oil on our pecs the game. <laughs> right. Uh, right. We need we need something more to to hang a story on so that it's not the exact same game every single time. Mm, mm-hmm. Maybe prompt questions about like relationship building questions to kind of set the tone for what is to come. Like um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a couple of questions that set the starting point, and then a couple of questions of creating tensions that need to be resolved by the end of the game. I could see something around. Maybe we don't all know each other. Maybe there's been, like, some sort of a multiversal cataclysm and the gods from different planets all got smashed together in one place type of thing. Is it a little heaven or hell sort of a thing? Minus the whole star-crossed lovers? Not star-crossed lovers, but star-crossed, you know, bonds. Um... Where you're a group of, I think, supernatural creatures or like angels or demons or what have you. And uh, the story takes place over different periods of time and you kind of change. Um, it was there for, it was the first game on Pride Brunchathon. I don't know if you were. Uh, oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's known as a two player game, but RK had run it as a four player game. Because you can run, right. it's like nice. two plus. Oh, that's cool. I gotta look that up. Yeah, uh, Kiana wrote it. Oh, nice. And they're kind, and and it's kind of like I would say even more Firebrand's light in terms of like uh, the way you do prompts. Um, it's also very similar to the relationship game, the bonds that die us. I really gotta look up the name of that game because I always keep messing up the. Uh, um, the full the title. full title so the bonds that tie us yeah i did get that correct nice so that that's a very like uh rules light game and focuses more about like it has it sets up chapters and scenes and gives you prompts for each scene um and the prompts are basically one or two sentences so as a whole it really just depends like it just gives you prompt questions of how to uh, create bonds, how to create tensions, and then how to resolve them. Mm, that sounds cool. Oh, into that. 
Yeah, so I feel like because we're jack shirtless animal gods who have stats that are uh, shirts, pants, sweat, and thirst, uh, and we're and we really want to have some wrestling as a tension reliever, I guess. Um, uh-huh. Uh huh. That uh, maybe if we uh, we can kind of go the more rules light way of maybe working on prompt questions that basically say if you do x uh this results in gaining or losing a stat that seems fun this is starting to remind me a bit of reigns for the uh the mobile game reigns i've still haven't played that one i have no idea what that is (laughs) oh okay it's a it's a fun little game where you um basically you are the ruler of a kingdom Mm -hmm. uh and you get a prompt that is something along the lines of, hey, the peasants are causing a ruckus. Shall we kill a third of them at random? Yes or no? And uh, you pick whichever you prefer, and, you know, you have four stats that are tracking, well, what's the power of your military like? If you do something like that, you're going to gain a lot of uh, military power, but the happiness of your populace is going to go way down. Mm. Uh, Or vice versa. And then if what if any one of your tracks either reaches the top or the bottom, your entire kingdom implodes and uh, your game is over. Ooh, do we want to pair any of the stats? Like um, on a sort of a spectrum. Yeah, yeah, like sweat and thirst, for example, where um, you can, I guess, have more thirst, but you're gonna be running out of sweat. Like sort of like like. Hmm. Maybe not. We could do that. I like the idea that since we know that shirt can go negative, any of your stats can mm-hmm. go negative. Yeah. You know, I'm on board with that. Uh, just to just to have to work out the weird puzzle of what the heck that even looks like in in some of the cases. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like this. I can I can kind of picture like tracking it. On a little character sheet of sorts where you have, like, bars that you you put a marble up and down as you are gaining or losing. And that maybe there is, like, I don't know, some sort of semi-standardized, semi-standardization about what gaining or losing these different stats means. Like, yeah. What if we, what if we, um... Put shirts and pants together, so you're technically still half naked at any point in time. But if you gain shirt, you lose <laughs> pant. If you gain pant, you lose shirt. <laughs> that sounds pretty great. Or, or like you'd have like, oh, I have like you know three square feet of clothing, but it's just in fishnets that are covering my entire body just a little bit. <laughs> in in the uh, what is it? Uh, in the um, PG oh, sense, it's it's covering the PG parts of my body. Mm, yeah, yes. yeah. We're for, gonna leave it up society. to the viewer's imagination. <laughs> uh, let's see. So I feel like we we could stand to do a little more like world and setting building for this. That mm-hmm. that might help us latch onto some more mechanic stuff. Um, for example, as gods. Do we interface with non-gods? Do we have worshippers that we need to take care of? Do they ask things of us, or are we just not concerned about that at all? I'm going to say hard yes on this. 
I'm yeah. Say, yeah, no, they're like I think a lot of the prompt questions should also be kind of concerning that, and yeah. like maybe maybe we have a like a, a setup story which is hey you know your uh, pantheon has crashed onto a planet somehow don't worry about how but suddenly you're <laughs> here, uh, you all gain ahead of a local animal and go forth and. Uh, Interface with your followers. So this is Transformers Beast Wars God <laughs> I'm putting that on the must list. <laughs> or maybe or maybe your uh form uh is so is so uh sweat and thirst inducing that you must put an animal head so that your believers can sense your or can uh be in your presence without, you know, blowing into smithereens or something. Right, mm-hmm. right. Like uh, like that lady who looked on the, the full glory of Zeus and just burst into flames or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that makes me want to have, uh, you have to start somewhere near the start of the game, have a little scene where, like, uh, someone else describes to you, okay, here's this location on this world. It's a, a savanna, and there's, you know, lovely... Uh, fields of yellow grass and there's little wiggly looking trees uh, providing shade and there's like a nice watering hole with various animals around it and then you come falling out of the sky like a friggin' comet Valheim style <laughs> yeah ro- roll out of it is just sort of a, a weird uh, incoherent mass of god stuff and then you get to describe yourself saying ah I look over at that gazelle and i imprint on it and then i you know become my my sexy gazelle form uh that sounds really fun to me what do you guys think about that yeah i want to crash into a city and everyone turns into rats and pigeons <laughs> yeah, or a yeah. raccoon. i would be a raccoon i would be my most cuddly roly-poly self and i yes. think that is hot <laughs> Synanthropes Sexy God Edition. <laughs> Synanthropes Sexy God Edition. It's real. It's here. It's beautiful. I need it. And I still have opposable thumbs. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't need opposable thumbs if I'm a crow. I've got opposable talons and a beak. That's three, baby. We, we just need an oct- we just need an octopus, and then we are the three cunning creatures of the land, sky, and yes. sea. Wow, you're calling me out like that. Already knew I was going to make an octopus. <laughs> and and what do we feel about if we're going to a planet? Is it just always Earth? Should, we can't be like, oh, I'm going to turn into a Zorblax. It's like a pink monkey with eight arms or whatever, right? I kind of want to heavily suggest make it Earth at least so you're familiar with the animals. That feels more like animals than aliens. Yeah, yeah, it feels like yeah. like some of the fun is going to be in interpreting your animal nature, right? Yeah. yeah, sexy jellyfish. Sexy jellyfish. What if someone wants to be a smorgasbord of animals? Ooh, there you go. Because that's, that's a god thing. Trickster deities often have yeah. lots of different parts of animals. I mean, like a hippogriff. No. Is that a... Yeah. That is... A hippogriff is, is not... It's not... She who shall not be named invention. That's actually a um, mythological that's a f- a for yeah, real that's a, that's one. A yeah. Real yeah. One. Or a Sphinx. Sphinx, Griffin. Chimera. Chimera. Someone wants to be a Chimera. 
that seems cool to me. Because then you could say, ah, I will simply latch on to multiple of the animals in this area. Or like, oh, I'm gonna... Yeah, I feel like there could also be like a self-discovery element where you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go get another animal bit and I'm gonna... Now I have cool crocodile scales down my arms. It's hot or whatever, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love this. You, you can add more animal bits over time. That yeah, maybe fun. maybe you have the option as, as uh, you know, if we're doing, for example, three acts. You know, in act one, you start with one. And then in act two, you can choose to either further become the animal you have taken as your representation. Or you can add another animal into the mix. Mm. What do you what do you think more becoming a jackal or whatever would look like? Uh, perhaps aside aside from taking the appearance, you are now taking on a tr- and sort of an initial trait. You're taking on a perhaps as a jackal, you start to feel a connection with life and death as a pred- apex predator, and you mm. now feel you're more connected to being. Uh, to helping souls pass through, you know, referencing another famous jackal deity. <laughs> nice, mm. nice. But every time, okay. every time you make the decision to either go more into the animal or to add another animal, I feel like there needs to be some sort of a what sort of a growth are you experiencing um, in terms of like the vert- the the attribute or the like. If you picked, for example, the stag's head as a show of strength because you are a strong god, why are you further going into the stag? Like, is it virility now that you're adding on? Is it, uh, is it, or are you saying, no, along from being a stag, I am going to take on the swiftness of a jaguar? Mm hmm. Then you'd be a stagwar. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Why? Why do I hear this? Why do I let you talk? <laughs> okay, I like that. You're adding on different stuff. You're either is 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 your animalness inversely proportional to your shirt? Like the lower down, the less shirt you have, the less you are bound by clothing, the more animalistic Ooh, your yes. nature. Does that imply that you could then spec into clothing and be like a a best genist from My Hero Academia where you're covered (laughs) up to your chin? Why not? Just because you can go negative doesn't mean you doesn't mean you can't. You You could go positive. You could definitely increase your shirt. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm 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 into this now. Your your shirt can go down and that makes you more of an animal, but it can also go up and that makes you more. I don't know. I guess Donald Duck. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> you know all uh, those uh, shirts only, no pants creatures. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna be a bear. <laughs> I'm gonna be a bear with a tie. <laughs> what do you What do you use a shirt for? I feel like shirt is to interface with mortals, right? Like. Yeah. It's to be be as though you were a mortal. I guess the trappings mm-hmm, of civilization mm-hmm. versus the bestial nature of being a god who is jacked and shirtless. I like that, yeah. yeah. And maybe it has uh, 
do do you have like effects on i i would love to like have some sort of way of occasionally checking back in with your followers and be like oh now they are starting to you know wear wear elaborate robes and hoods in the style of the uh, the clothing that i am now adopting or something right 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 so sure trappings of civilization versus animal essence and we can we can we can see if we can come up with a like an interesting up down binary for all of these but we might yeah. want to take an ad break first that seems good is anything you are allowed to talk about there's a lot of things happening but yeah i can't really talk about most of them because they're all in uh progress i can talk about um i was a contributor or i am a contributor uh for uh paizo pathfinder second edition they have a series Mm. of campaign settings called under sort of the lost omens uh so i was a contributor for the moangi expanse which is coming out. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I believe the hardcover edition's already out, but the digital edition um, that you can get on their website is coming out July 7th. So, super, super excited. They are dangerously close to making me care about Pathfinder by having, like, really (laughs) good people of color own voices working on these settings, because... It sounds amazing. Heck yeah. Uh, they have the, the whole sidebar about, like, this is exciting, not exotic. You are not going to this place as a colonist. You're actually, this is a place where people live and they do their own stuff here. Jabari wrote it, and I am just, I'm so glad they did, because that just sums up everything I'm doing personally, especially in regards to Sarzamine, the South Asian fantasy setting I'm writing. Which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a work in progress. <laughs> can you can you drop us any hints, or will NDAs just like drop on you like a ton of bricks? <laughs> what serves me? No, that's me. <laughs> I I I I write it in what. Oh, okay. You mean your? I gotcha. I gotcha. gotcha yeah, gotcha. Uh, but I am, I am, or rather, I have completed something else that is South Asian inspired that I'm waiting for when I can publicly reveal it, but it's just, I'm really, it was a big milestone because I got to be a South South Asian person writing for a South Asian campaign setting, or rather it's sort of, there's other influences, but there's a huge South Asian influence for Mm -hmm. a big book. But that I can't really, I don't think I can even say it, say it, but it's just one of those, like, I'm super, <laughs> I'm just excited when that comes out. You hear that, listeners? Keep your eyes peeled for a big book. <laughs> yes, it's a very big, hard book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, speaking of absolutely nothing at all, shall we get back to our uh, Jack Shirtless Animal Gods game? God, yes. I wish we would. If only we had a segue. <laughs> so we were talking about, what, clothing? We were talking about our different uh, theoretical axes along which uh, you can you can adjust your stuff, how that maybe reflects on your followers. It seems like we've got shirt as sort of a stat of it's, you know, civilization versus the wilderness sort of a thing. Um, 
And we kind of are getting close to uh, uh, properly defining sweat and thirst. Uh, what would pants be? I almost feel like um, if we're going with shirt as an analog for a more kind of metaphysical thing, that uh, maybe pants is kind of like being taken for a fool or, you know, not being like, you know, all the all the... All the different uh, sayings are, you know, got caught with my pants down or, you know, mm. let's go pants the person or whatever. Uh-oh. And maybe pants is kind of that allegorical uh, thing for awareness, maybe. Yeah, or kind oh, of yeah. like almost like dignity. Yeah. Oh, up for dignity and then like down for kind of a, a, a freedom that may also include naivete. Sort yeah. of a, yeah. a guilelessness. Because if yeah. you're being like the Loki of the Pantheon, you probably have a very low pants score. Yeah, but um, hmm. So if it's uh, if if you're so sort of like a cunning trickster thing, wouldn't that then be you'd have very high pants because you keep pulling other people's pants? I think so. Well, I think you I... know you can you can do both. Yeah. Maybe there's maybe there's a way to invert your pants. I was kind of thinking of, uh, what was I thinking of? Sweat. So sweat to me suggests a body-mind duality. If you're very in tune with your sweat, then you are very, like, you know, focused on your body and what it's doing. And if you're very unsweaty, then you're sort of the more cerebral, uh, detached Ooh. type of god, maybe. Yeah. All right. Okay. So then what would thirst be? I feel like that's... Yeah, we had basically said it was like a force of personality, will, kind of how how much thirst mm-hmm. you can inspire in others. Yeah. Is there something to, like, one dimension is how how thirsty you are and one is how desirable you are? I don't feel like I really like that because people can be both, right? Yeah. Maybe... Hmm, thirst. So, as your thirst increases, you desire more. And as it decreases, you are increasing your contentment. Ooh, Your ability to to just sort of, you know, I don't need anything. I'm You're sated. I am perfectly quenched here. Thank you. So, it could even be a little kind of like, not... Because I know introvert and outrovert or extrovert are not quite like cookie cutter, um, but mm-hmm. it's something like that where it's it's basically needing to be in the presence of others versus being content in oneself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's fun. And do these? Is there any point in saying like, ah, you need to make a thirst check or something like? Do we care about that? Is there like, ah, if you have a thirst value of three, you unlock this special ability or like, or is it mostly just for the flavor of this, this number went up or down that tells me something about myself and maybe I, I say how that reflects on how I look and how I act and things and maybe about the world. Yeah, I, I think, I think the latter, that, that's sort of what I was going to get into before I accidentally stuck an estrogen up my nose from the back end. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm good. <laughs> what are the kids snorting these days? <laughs> um, 
is that kind of the way I had pictured this, and I think it's because I'm still in my mind at least a little bit thinking of Reigns, um, is that, you know, we already have dis discussed these prompt questions, which are probably going to involve how we are interfacing with the mortals. And I feel like, well, you know, whenever you draw a prompt, you think about it, and everyone kind of maybe thinks about what they're going to do. And then everyone is sort of mandated, your response is going to affect one or more of your stats. At least yeah, one, cool. maybe more, goes up or goes down. And then you sort of have to explain what that means for you. And I think maybe there can be like, here there's an effect if it is in the positive or an effect if it is in the negative. It doesn't necessarily have to be like stratified. If you have three, if you have three pants, you can be X units of dignified. Right, if you have three yeah. pants, you can attend a funeral. If you only that have gets two. Very, <laughs> that gets very computer gamey like you're playing yeah. Long Live the Queen or something, which yeah. uh, you need the computer part of that to handle all the complexity behind the scenes. We don't have that here. Well, I was wondering if uh, if we're doing a diceless or not, because uh, otherwise the stats are... The dice will never change your stats, but the prompts will. Um, and how these stats will work is it'll... Maybe either it'll give you a threshold you need to hit, and the higher it is, the easier it is to hit the threshold. Or similar to like um, a lot of games where it's not the sum that you're looking at, you're looking at uh, the ability to roll a particular number, and you get a higher chance with the threshold being moved up or down. Hmm. Basically, uh, lasers and feelings of like when mm -hmm. you know when you have a hide this that means you are better at rolling this stat versus the other. Yeah, I feel like adding rolling into it threatens to get very complicated, and then we have to figure out a whole dice system and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I might be interested in something like. Um, Having having the ability for your stat to get too high or too low sounds kind of fun. Kind of like in masks where it's like, oh, your superior is really high because you're super brilliant. But then someone tries to push it even higher and then you're like, this is too far. I can't handle this much pressure type of thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the, the sort of shenanigans you could get up to with like, and now my thirst is at this huge amount and so my my followers are just throwing these ridiculous bacchanalias and i am like off getting into all sorts of stuff that i shouldn't be you know what about like for exampling uh example words <laughs> example for wrestling um if if it's like a thirst off for example or a sweat off um the higher your sweat is the more questions or sort of like barbs you can kind of have and you keep going Ooh. until one person has finished their barbs like for example if one person had three barbs and the other had two you might be able to get the ability to up your sweat but if none of the stats change you exchange sort of like you exchange emotions or whatever but the one with three will have three uh, to share versus the one with two will only have two to share. So after the exchange mm -hmm. of two happens, the person with the higher one basically wins the wrestling with their final question. Mm, cool. So it'd be sort of like a like a Firebrands-esque 
were picking from these prompts to play the Rasslin mini game. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And you, you only get to go a certain amount of times, type of thing. Yeah. Although, what happens if you have negative? Because if we allow negatives to happen, <laughs> I think you're allowed at least one. I mean, you can also say that, like, you take the absolute value of your of your sweat. Uh-huh. So if you're tremendously unsweaty, it's like you're also throwing out uh, uh, barbs, but they're of a different nature. Like, yeah, yeah, you're appealing to their mind versus versus kind of like, oh, so so you think you can overpower me now, can you? Yes. Yeah. It's it's braggadocious body barbs versus clever cutting mind jibes. Yeah, I actually <laughs> like because then because then uh, people don't feel bad about lowering their stats at the negatives because now they're actually leaning into the other way and taking the absolute yeah the absolute value would be great. All right. Yeah, that sounds fun. And I feel like this means we kind of want our stats to not be tremendously granular, like top and bottom out at three and negative three or something yeah, like that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's what I was thinking too. I would like to kind of cycle back to getting a stat to go past the edge of its, uh, you know, in, into four, beyond three. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and like, I think that coming up with like what that means could be fun, but how does that happen? Because it should be something that's like, in theory, not entirely under your control. Yeah, it's more fun if it's not, right? Yeah. yeah. Is there some some element of messing with other people's stuff or uh maybe it's maybe it's the resolution mechanics for when the wrestling match is over, you know, one of your stats goes up, one of them goes down, or the winner gets to decide what happens with the loser stats or something. I mean, we could we could put in like a special die roll that really is just, hey, does your stat go up or down? I'm not. Or for that matter, we could just do like a like a like a d d two a coin, just flip a coin. Uh-huh. Or roll a fate die. Yeah. Just plus minus or nothing. Hmm. Ooh, a fate die would be nice, but that becomes specialized dice that reduces the accessibility of this game because. You need to have that type of a die. But everybody should have a fate die from the classic game, Fate Core. <laughs> well, you could do, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six on a d6, for example. Yeah, yeah. d6 also would work. Where if you roll a one or a six, uh, if you roll a six, like you break the barrier or whatever. Mm. Or maybe you move twice. Yeah. Because then, like, you won't always have it have it go super hard, but uh, <clears throat> you won't always <laughs> have it. <laughs> Please tell me more about this. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, you'll you'll say, ah, I I can afford to uh to make this go up one. Maybe it won't go up too far, and maybe it will. And that's fun. And I feel like you could have, you know, something something huge happens when you go to the end of the bar, right? Like a mm-hmm. miracle or a crisis or you, you know, you completely detach from the world and attain some new enlightenment or something. And is it once you go too far, it is now locked in place? So if it's negative four mm. or positive four, that's it. You can no longer change that stat. 
And maybe the game ends when all the changeable stats are now locked as you have become more into who you are as a powerful, jacked, shirtless Whoa. animal god. I'm kind of into that. I was thinking it could reset to zero, but I also do like that. Because having having a defined end sounds neat. There's something to be said with like treating this as it's kind of a, a character-building game. Like You start as relatively nebulous middle of the road gods and then you kind of figure well how do i how do how do we play well how how do i how do i like being and then or maybe mm-hmm. the game ends when each of the players br- lock one stat each yeah i like that if you have more than one that's fine but the game end is every player has one locked at the very least and i feel that's like the nice. prompt questions further up the stakes as you go further into the game to kind of force that to yeah, happen. Yeah, for sure. Because you don't want, you know, someone to be like, oh no, I'm not going to get it. Or how about this? If it is a gameplay between like two to four players, once a stat has been locked, no one else can change that stat. Like no one else can be the shirt god, the shirtless god. Or the pantsless god, or pant pant god, or uh-huh. <laughs> I was about to say pantsy god. <laughs> pantsy god, the pants, <laughs> the pantiest god. god, or the sweaty god. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yes, you know what? They got it first. They they secured that niche in the uh, pantheon. And there's that competition aspect too. Of you, if your mm-hmm. if uh, your god is very much like, well, I'm the cerebral god, so I want to be at sweat minus four. Well, you got to make sure you get there before the uh, super sweaty god gets there first. Right, right. That's fun. Do we think that because we have three big stats right now, right? Three, three spectra or whatever. Uh, or is it four? Four. 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 We've got shirts, pants, sweating. Uh, oh God, what's the last one? Uh, thirst. thirst. So what if there are four mini games to this then? Okay. Okay. So we got the wrestling match and then we've got something, something, and something. Maybe the one that's about... No? Okay, sorry. Uh, I don't have any suggestions for what they should be, but there could be three other mini games. Okay. But what does... Oh, I guess wrestling, wrestling's for sweat. Wrestling is for sweat. Or maybe that one, you know, we can we can say that's like contest, right? Yeah. That's the one where the two of... Maybe you're playing a chess game, 4D God Chess or something, uh, if, if it appeals to you. But that's the one where you're both in conflict and they're going to be like, oh, this is the more cooperative one where more than two players can play and we're all trying to stop a crisis or something, right? Uh, or this is the one where, you know, we're having a debate about how we should interact with the mortals and something like that. I feel like have a debate might be a, a shirt kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's that. Sorry, that's what I was trying to think of earlier. Yeah. This is the like, should we should we give in to our animal natures or should we try to become more like the humans? Mm hmm. Sounds like a, a nice, rich topic that you could go around and around on. And then I guess stop a crisis would be more of a pants thing. Because it's about saving the dignity of the situation. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if that if I uh, made a perfect example. But it would also be fun to stop a crisis together, right? That'd be a cool thing. Yeah. Like, oh no, a 
a rift is threatening to crack the planet in half. All of you get to do cool god stuff to stop it. <laughs> you may need to massage that a little bit. I don't know. I, I, I guess my question is, do the minigames, like, does the story of the minigame need to be specifically tied to one uh, stat? Or could we say that, uh, you know, whoever has drawn deal with a crisis is like, well, I want to deal with this crisis thirstily. Mm. Or I think mm-hmm. this is this is a this is really a, a shirt kind of crisis. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then we could have we could even have like different prompts could then be oh I I address this problem pantsily, and then I I put a little token on the prompt that I did to remind myself that I have acted pantsily. And then at the end, I roll the die to see how much that affects my pantsliness. And make sure you don't turn into a pantsy. Someone else's pantsy. <laughs> yes. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like that could... Because the thing with Firebrand's games is that sometimes, when I'm playing them, they can go on for like... Oh, forever. 30 minutes or an hour, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so having a... Having it be that each of these games is only one move each is kind of cool. And then it's just sort of up to us to create evocative prompts and flexible games that will work for all of those. Yeah. and That sounds hard. (laughs) I was going to say that it probably should be something between four to eight prompts or something that would set Mm. these off so that um, if somehow they get locked each each thing, then you just need four versus um, eight, where you're giving each stat essentially uh, or two chances for each stat to get locked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, if we, if we make it and it turns out that this game ends in 40 minutes every time, then we'll simply play it two or three times on the stream. <laughs> yeah, with different animal heads. Yeah. And frankly, if every game we've made so far is any indication, it will run overtime because that's how we do. <laughs> well, we all like we all like having what table talk of just like yeah. yeah, we like having fun. Although speaking of running overtime, I do want to point out that we are uh, approaching the one hour mark, and we definitely don't have a title for this game. Ooh, uh, wait, 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 no, no, we do. It's it's gotta be it's gotta be uh. Thirst, sweat, shirt, and pants, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you telling me that that Jack Shirtless Animal Gods is not the name of the t- name of the game? I don't know. Jack Shirtless Animal Gods is a very good name. It is. It's also very yeah. I mean, it just tells you what's there. I mean, you know what's in the tin. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I like it. It's a beautiful name. I'm taking Jack Shirtless Animal Gods. I was gonna say, yeah, that's that's <laughs> if we if we come up with something better than that, I'll be really impressed. Or we could just go Jags, you know, for Jacked Animal Gods shirtless. That's what we call it for short. We call it that for short, but we we don't move where shirtless is in the list. <laughs> Jack shirtless animal gods. Or jags. Uh huh. Please note that Alex is currently wiping a tear from all the cry- crying and laughter. I am. I am. Oh. That was a good time. Well, we've uh, we've left ourselves 
an amount of work for after the game, but you know what? We that's what happens when you uh, write prompt based games. Yeah, you think of them later, <laughs> off the air. That's that's tomorrow you's job. Yep, yep. Tomorrow you hates you. That, <laughs> you say that, but really, that's definitely going to be the day, the morning before we stream. Job. No, don't don't lift the curtain. They don't know. <laughs> they don't need to know. You're right. It's prepared so far in advance. Uh, and and Mariam, you can uh, you can definitely come and help out as much as you would like on these prompts. You're not required to, but neither will we forbid you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I definitely can come up with a couple of other things. Totally not, totally not a three or four a.m. fever dream or anything. That that seems like the right. That's divine yeah, inspiration. That's the energy at that point. we need. Yeah. Ooh, that should be a prompt of like, uh, you're you are currently divine enough that you inspire three or four a.m. fever dreams. <laughs> you quick write this down. <laughs> there we go. Okay, we're good. All right. So we have. Do we have a game? We have a title. We have least some idea of how the mechanics are operating we have a a broad structure which is be gods pose and eventually decide you're never wearing pants yep <laughs> i like and you know you have a little epilogue at the end where you uh you talk about how how stuff ends up in the world based on Heck your stats yeah. and how they went and stuff right mm-hmm. oh yeah i mean that's kind of that's sometimes one of the best parts of the game is the epilogue this has been Unplaytested. You can find us at unplaytested.com where you can submit ludicrous ideas for our big list or follow us on Twitter at, at unplaytested. If you want to see the games we make here played, they should go up at twitch.tv slash unplaytested. Uh, we try to get gameplay to go up the week after the episode drops, but, you know, check out the schedule there. Or get the games yourself at unplaytested.itch.io. And if you actually play one of these things, we would love to hear about it and see your Jack shirtless animal god fan drawings. Yes, we absolutely need that. Unplaytested is made possible by the support of our patrons. Join the Unplatreon at patreon.com slash unplaytested. Unplatrons make the magic happen. Thanks to Abducted by Sharks for our music. Bring forth my armor! I'm Lara. And I'm Alex. And I'm Miriam. And remember, time is an illusion, and so is death. <laughs> I love that we could hear your finger guns there. <laughs> I'm excited. This is my first time I'm doing any game design that will result in something that was playable because I'm I'm pretty sure I've started designs, but they've been like, here's a concept and then that's it. It's bold to assume that a playable game is going to come out of this. <laughs> well, it's going to be playtested for unplaytested at some point, right? Exactly. It will. It'll be played, whether it's playable or not. Gosh, is this the Anakin and Padme meme of? It's playable, right? <laughs> Banana just. I do want to like raise the point. What are we doing in this game?